0: show. I imagine that's probably what you expected to come out of your radio on this frequency at this time. And here we are. Good one, too. Restaurant Tuesday today being Tuesday and all in a place I'm sure you know and love. I had no idea it was as big as it was because when Dewey's Pizza first opened, we had on Andrew uh, Dewitt. Yes, of those two wits who started the pizza company, they have 23 locations in like four or five states now. This is no messing around. You know, that still has that very neighborhood joint feel. It really
1: does, yeah. Uh,
0: So congratulations to them for their success. And we'll uh, visit with those folks. Dan Morin with some tech talk. Got a lot of questions on that front. And because we were clamoring for another... Happy couple with one in prison. Lifetime gives us prison brides. And we found one of these brides who moved all the way from England to marry a carjacker who's in jail here in the United
1: States. <laughs> and, you know, why wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, a, I mean, it's, it's like a
0: Disney fairy tale. I mean, it really is. You know What a blast. So Emma Bradford will be on the program to talk about her uh, choices in life. Um and Cheryl Bear is in for George Mahey on the restaurant Tuesday front along with Dewey's. So yeah, there you go. You know the gang. Julie, Max, everyone in attendance as we go careening into the week. It is also the anniversary, and I, I think this is what our text line is built for, Michael's Beth Text Line, 84126. It is the anniversary of the nineteen eighty two snowstorm that pretty much oh, brought yeah. on the ice age for so it was Louis.
1: awesome as a kid. Now, I you know, I was in fifth grade at the time, and it was fantastic because we had it just kept happening, yeah, another day off, another day off, another meal at home, a snowman. I mean, it was hot chocolate, the whole deal <laughs> STL today.
0: They do a great job when there are historic moments, they go back and print the original reports. Right. And I was reading some of the original news stories from 1982 on that day, and they said that the weather people had expected about maybe two or three inches of rain, and they got two feet of snow overnight.
1: Remember the the snow chain tires, that was a big yeah. deal on the station wagon. Right. Yeah. I mean, there was Missed no getting it,
0: out. That much. Mm-hmm. Um, but it—it it is one of those weather anomalies that was so extreme that you do remember where you were. Yes. You know? And we can uh, chat about that a little bit later. I just wanted to bring it to your attention so you could put your thinking caps on. Michael Spath text line again is 84126. Say hi to Julie Buck, everybody. Come Hello. On, everybody. Everybody, everybody say, say hi to Julie Buck.
1: Uh, I'm very excited about today's show, in particular, talking to your your friend Emma Bradford from Prison Brights. <laughs> so up my alley, I can't even take it. Can um, you put a file in uh, Banana bread? And I probably could. And then also to have Dewey's Pizza as our restaurant of note today. It's just a wonderful thing. Watched a little TV last night. Uh, went online. I've been following this guy that is like, he resells good, formerly loved items. Like purses and shoes and designer clothes. Sure, like a resale shop. Yes. And he was at Kathy Hilton's house last night. And I spent... Paris's
0: mom. Mother? Who I...
1: I think I love her for some reason, and she was on The Housewives. Her other sister's been on The Housewives. Both sisters have been on The Housewives. Anyway, she responds to me on social media, so she's kind of like in my fairy tale land, my friend, my friend Kathy Hilton. And I will tell you, I sat there for three hours and watched an Instagram Live. I've never, this is like a whole new world. You did not. Yes, I did. Three hours? And I bought something. And I can't tell my husband because he's going to get really mad. It's
0: like this show—you yeah. can't sit here three hours without buying something. I
1: know. During the show, I bought something, and I feel like my mom was my accomplice because she was rooting me on because I got her involved in watching of she'd it. Throw me
0: under the bus,
1: and I just—I went in at the beginning and I didn't do it right, so I didn't get the cheaper item. And then I went—I I bought a dress. That's real...
0: okay. Mm. Round it off to the nearest hundred. No, I'm, it,
1: I'd rather not.
0: Is there an occasion that you bought it for other yes. than, that's nice.
1: How about for Natalie's <sighs> wedding or okay. wedding yeah, shower? Yeah. You know, there yeah.
0: is a validated
1: That Do you think excuse? because it's Joe's daughter that I can then send him the invoice? Yes. When her I, I do to his daughter, if you didn't right. have her, I
2: wouldn't have to spend all this money on.
1: I an wouldn't outfit. have to buy Kathy Hilton's dress. Yeah.
2: The yeah. Michaels Bath text line, eight four one two six, chimes in with a Hi Julie Buck. Yeah. Well hello. Everybody's doing it.
0: All Thank the cool you. kids are.
1: I appreciate it. So that was my cringy evening.
0: Have you told him you haven't told him yet?
1: Have you? Mm. Uh, who's the guy? His name uh, his
0: Your husband? No Crusher. no
1: Crusher Um no, what is his name? His name is Covet <laughs> no, by John My Londo. husband is but no, the no. guy that I follow online. Um I gotta think of it. I'll think of it while Max tells you what he's up to. I'll I'll look it up. It's like Covet by Kristoff or something. You didn't answer
0: this one. So is Crusher know
1: about
3: this
1: purchase? Uh no clue. <laughs> and he's out of town, and don't tell him, or I'm going to send you the bill.
0: You know, does he I would imagine he's got the app.
1: Okay, they want a name on this. Well,
2: I'm they, looking they also it. say uh, who's the guy. Also, Julie, treat yourself. You only live once. Uh, send Joe the invoice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think so. It's for the for Nat's wedding. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, and if it, I hope it fits. That would be a, take you down a notch. Uh, Covet by Christos. He's the Duke of Melrose. Yeah. That's what he has deemed himself. Covet, I love it. Covet by Christos, which Scandalous. is very sinful. Did yes. George
0: Santos used to be the uh, Duke of Melrose?
1: Uh, I think he was at one time. I think he was a point self appointed. This guy's the self appointed uh, Duke of Melrose. And yes, Duke, I will. Duke. I mean, Duke, maybe something Duke will go wrong, Melrose. and I won't end up getting it.
2: I don't. know. Maybe. What's going on over there? In that uh, corner of the room. Well, last night I watched a movie that I'd never seen before, and it knocked my socks off. I was actually, I was so tired, I, I fell asleep before the ending, so I finished it this morning. And uh, just thought it was incredible. If you have HBO Max, which is now just called Max, yeah, uh, it's right there. Which you love. Uh, I do, yeah. It's got a lot of good stuff there. But uh, no, it's called The Lady Vanishes, and it's from, I think, 19... 19- 42 it's a hitchcock movie before he came to america before he made rebecca and all of those movies uh one of his last british films and uh just phenomenal M- margaret lockwood and, and michael redgrave just so so good uh, all the all the different stylistic tricks that uh hitchcock is doing there and the the leads are great and the story is fantastic did you spot him did he already yeah. have that trademark yeah he did and hmm. it, it's uh it's it's a blink and you'll miss him though he's just he's walking by the uh the the train it's about this young lady who befriends this elderly governess and uh, on this long train ride back to england and she falls asleep and when she wakes up the governess is gone and so she calmly asks the people around hey have you seen my pal we're going to get some tea and nobody else remembers her being on the train as a matter of fact, they say that she was never there. Ooh. So it's really fantastic. Kinda I need a governess. Kind of govern us. the same plot as... Sounds it. like my first wedding video. That's oh, it sounds like. Oh, a, a Jodie Foster film called Flight Plan, which was yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. similar. But uh, wonderful film. The Lady Vanishes. If you haven't seen it, check it out. Really great no, early. No one's actually seen her. But she, right, because she vanished. She vanished. Yeah. The cool thing, too, is Oscar was getting ready for school this morning when I was watching the ending. And he comes in and he goes, when was this made? I said it was early 40s. And he goes... This looks really good. And it just warmed my heart.
1: That's uh, so crazy. I love that he is into that at such a young age.
2: You have definitely uh, made your impression on that kid. I just think it's great that he's open to it. A lot of
1: people won't even watch a black and white movie. Well, especially in the morning before school at my house, it was like, oh, my gosh, I can't find my shoe. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, exactly. Exactly. I only had to drive one to No one today. was, like, so chill watching movies. This will not school.
2: surprise you, but he's pretty locked up as far as everything in its right place and, you know. Hmm,
1: I wonder where they get yeah. to that. hmm, <laughs> mm, mm. So how are you, Carney? Uh, it
0: sounded accusatory.
1: No, I meant it not <laughs> <fine>. <laughs> How are you, um, Carney? I'm Ducky. I'm
0: he's Ducky. Thinks.
1: I started to
0: take in that uh, documentary about We Are the World. Yes, that we were talking about yesterday, mm-hmm. uh, and I fell asleep. But what I watched was really interesting. So I'll get back to the rest of it tonight. I'd and- like
1: to watch that. I would watch that tonight, unless I get caught up in another Christos Garkinos live. Bless you. Excuse me. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. And again, other than that, nothing horribly exciting. I made a good dinner. And what'd uh, you make? I threw some uh, chicken thighs in the slow cooker with some rub on them, and don't say anything, but I opened two cans of Campbell's cream of chicken soup, put it in there, and forgot about it. And then I made a pot of rice and put it in there. Delicious. Absolutely. Was that
1: off the back of the delicious. can, or did you just make that up? I
0: just threw it in there to see what would happen. I don't normally... So that's
1: what it is. It's the mystery and the science behind... Being a oh, chef,
0: because no. you're really a scientist. My life in the kitchen is uh, just like Top Chef or whatever. You okay. Know, where they throw you stuff and say, make something out of this. And I've told you this before, but I've had Chinese leftovers that I washed off and made something Italian with it, you know?
1: My husband's done that where he, he'll wash off like a barbecue sauce yeah. that he doesn't like. I'm like, what are you doing? Recycling. Ew. Eh. That if sounds you, very, uh. I didn't know.
0: If you didn't know, you wouldn't know. You it's know?
1: true. You wouldn't know.
0: You wouldn't know. Uh, so that's that. Uh, yesterday, by the by, was the last day uh, to get in on that 96-hour sale. Johnny Landoff. Kind of mean for me to say, oh, you just missed it. But remember, he was giving away uh, City FC to FC. FC. F-C. Oh, no. He said FC. As uh, Tickets, Blues Tickets and stuff, all for test drives uh, and special discounts on uh, accessories and such. Now, that went until yesterday, but they got other stuff going all the time. I mean, there's great financing coming down from the manufacturers and rebates and low interest rate incentives. Plus, you got Johnny Landoff, who's willing to make you a happy customer and keep you a happy customer. And on the service front... They're always taking care of you. I'm on my second lawned-off vehicle, and I regularly get emails that have printable coupons for this much off an oil change or this much off a tire rebalance or whatever. So they're watching out for you. They'll even say, hey, you know, it seems like it's probably time for you to, you know, get a tune-up. Because some of us don't really pay attention to that kind of stuff. The light was red, but it wasn't really, really red. <laughs> mm. I was just waiting. But uh, Johnny's taking care of me and thousands of others. And if you're not one of them, don't be left out in the cold. And, yeah, it's, it's cold. Uh, Landoff.com online. Johnny Landoff Chevrolet, 270 in the Washington Elizabeth exit. And the Autoplex 2, uh, which is off Highway 70 at Exit 79. There you go. Get a car. Get some service. Get... Treated the way you should be. From Johnny Landoff, Chevrolet. 1220. Every time I hear this song, I think of that silhouette. <sighs> Never mind. You have to go back and watch the movie. Have any idea what I'm talking about? Which is the case with most of the things that I, I say on the radio. It is uh, twelve twenty-six. Gonna meet a prison bride in a bit. She's on the new show, Prison Bride, on Lifetime, which I believe just debuted. Not a new season. I think it's a new show. It's another show with incarcerated people.
1: Band you... name. Band name. Incarcerated, incarcerated people.
0: people. Um. No. <sighs> And Love After Lockup and 90 Day Fiancé and, and so many of these train wreck shows my wife gravitates to when she's not watching Pimple Popper um, or A Thousand Pound Sisters.
1: I can't even watch Pimple Popper. It just Oh, I can't
0: Oh, yeah. She put it on while we're eating. I'm like, what are you doing? Ugh. This is disgusting. So, uh, any hoodles. The um, observation I made the other night was... It certainly seems like several of the episodes have couples, train wrecks, couples in Missouri. like Right right now, one of them is in, I believe, Caseyville, Illinois, and the other one is in Ellsbury, Missouri.
1: I mean- Both of those places are like right down the road. Like you could Uber to both. I mean, it's within a very short distance from where we sit. Terrifying. So is the woman that's on the show, is she the incarcerated one or the one that's free? The one we're going to hear from? Yeah. She is
0: free-ish, lives in England, grew up in Uh, England, has a lovely accent. Hello. Via pen pal prison people. Nice alliteration. I know about a band name. Um, met this guy carjacker who's in jail here in the states, and she her heart went pitter patter. So she packed up,
2: <laughs> crossed the pond, moved here, and looked for love. I have a question. Yes, sir. What are the downsides for her getting hitched to somebody who's not really in her life? You get to save on your taxes, right? Finally, well, he's going to he,
1: get out. At, you always you know,
2: right? know where he is. Well,
1: there's, there's that. that. Yeah. Should we just name the positive things? No, I just feel like what you can the be sure he's getting three squares a day. Right.
2: Exactly. You know where he's going to sleep that night.
1: Right. He's not going to be out at the bars if running around. If he misbehaves,
2: around. other people will tell you. And That's I think true. I threw out the.
0: You que- can
1: visit him only if you feel like it. And I
2: think I threw
0: out the question yesterday <laughs> for the wedding. Where Where are they registered? You know right. the prison commissary, or so. What are the downsides? I'm hearing all these positives. Uh, lack of consortium or oh, consortium. Wow. Oh, whatever the pronunciation is of that.
1: Well, I mean, right. I think that that could be a positive you, for some people. You've got a a real yeah fear of of being of of being um, heartbroken and committed. Yeah, right. Committed to ten to twenty. I know, but how long is the guy in? I mean, I just, I just feel like your self esteem has to be so low that that's the pond you would fish in. Wow! But what you want to go out with a prisoner?
0: Maybe. I mean, different strokes. The
1: heart wants.
0: Yeah, different strokes for different folks. Sure.
1: Who knows? Okay. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think we need a psychiatrist to tell us. There there must be some safety in that for her, Mm -hmm. knowing that she will never really have to deal with him or interact with him. I think so. And I I think psychologically there's something going on there.
0: I'm no longer shocked by this type of affinity that some people have. When I remember reading about the marriage proposals that Manson got— and the number of marriage proposals the Menendez brothers got.
1: And the number of sick people in the world.
0: Yeah. I, I, they weren't held enough. They were in radio. Is that what it is? I don't know.
1: They were in radio. I, I, I don't know.
0: I don't know. A good point on the Michaels-Bassec line. Did this woman get a green card out of the deal?
1: Oh, see? Now she could be the smart one in the whole thing.
0: I don't know why you want to move to America from England. I mean, that's mm-hmm. better... Dental we care? We don't have a king and queen.
1: We don't. Well, care. Well, <laughs> you know.
0: Travis and... Tay-Tay? Tay-Tay. I can't
1: yeah. talk about them anymore. I went from yesterday being obsessed with it to today's just too many shows and too many things are talking about it. Too much on my feed, on my Instagram. I just
2: can't. Well, technically, our boss told us to not talk yeah. about it like a year ago, and I
0: don't he was think right. that that's... He, yeah, the but,
1: boss is always right. But her...
0: Image has exploded since then.
1: Well, Um, it's all because of the magnets and the way that they've orchestrated this whole thing.
0: I was not looking for Taylor Swift stories. In
1: fact... You don't have to. They will find
0: you. Every morning, I don't look for Taylor Swift stories. Yet, put my guard down, boom. Oh, man. There's another one. It's Taylor Swift story.
1: I Just, like the brother and his wife better. I think well, they're more down to earth and funny, and they've got kids and cause better
2: than an accomplished singer songwriter. We get better. We, we get, better?
1: We I think they're more
2: them in doses. That's why you
1: like is that them. what it is?
0: Oh, I bet. Yeah,
1: and they seem like you know the a, a really cute little family, American family. I mean,
0: the, shirtless, drunken. Family. Well, not
1: that part. I think that he apologized to his wife on the podcast yesterday, saying that. He's, he can't imagine how bad she must have felt to see him in that condition.
0: So, Max, say you had a podcast. Well, you do, Max on Movies. Mm-hmm. But you had upset your wife in some way by your behavior, mm-hmm. which, you know, at one point in your life, I would have bet money sure. happened. Yeah. Happens all the time. John if Clark. you apologize, I said happened.
2: If you apologize on your podcast, mm-hmm. would you be free and clear? No, but I, I understand how a public... Apology can also mend fences. I, U2 has a song called The Sweetest Thing. Yeah. That Bono had written about his wife. And they were due to st- to make a music video about it. It was going to be a single for one of their greatest hits, compilations. Right before this happened, like a week before, they got into a huge marital fight. Like, really bad. Like, Spoiler. super bad. Yeah. And... They weren't talking, it was really I mean it was just super, super bad. And he felt he felt really bad about it. And he thought, you know what, I'm gonna redo this video. So if you watch the video for the sweetest thing, it's a parade where every couple of moments there's an apology to his wife. And he has flowers and he and he says a big banner says, I'm sorry, and the whole video for this song that he wrote for his wife is an apology because of the fight they had. And I it stayed is, that way, it wasn't yeah. just like one version which of I it? think is very sweet.
1: But also what he did, what Jason Kelsey did, was super public. So the fact well, that it was super public yeah. and you apologized super publicly. But I know
0: if I did something to upset, not if, when I do things to upset my wife, some intentional, some not, uh, and I apologize on the air, that doesn't carry any weight. Well, you can't only do that. Well, I tried. So back to the not- Try trying to actually avoid Tay Tay news and I can't do it. Let me just throw you a couple. I'll pepper stuff throughout the show. Uh Jean Pierre, I, I think that's how you say I don't bother learning the names of press secretaries because presidents go through them like my kids go through shoes. Um shook off a question at a press conference yesterday.
1: Oh, is that a Taylor reference?
0: About a potential President Biden-Taylor Swift duet to boost the Democratic campaign okay. for 2020. No,
1: she doesn't need to get involved in this, but she will.
0: Kamala needs to make an album fast. It's just what I'm saying. And find a football player. Um. So there was that one. I'm like, oh, that's ridiculous. And before that thought even left my head, I read this. Remember uh, Vivek uh, Ramaswana (laughs) Nama, who withdrew from the presidential campaign and immediately threw his weight behind Donald Trump, um, was on a podcast hosted by a guy I don't recognize, Jack Posobiec um, and Ramaswana Nama, uh, Swami, yeah, um backed a conspiracy theory like Pizzagate, in fact, this posseobic is the one that came up with the Hillary Clinton pizza parlor eating babies. Remember that ridiculousness,
1: no, thankfully, I think I blocked it really?
0: out. It was in the papers
1: um, so
0: here's what Ramana staman is saying that uh. He has predicted that the upcoming Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the 49ers would be rigged for the former to set the stage for Swift's endorsement of Joe Biden. What is happening? What, what is happening? The
1: Super Bowl couldn't be rigged. This There's is, no way. There's no. way too many people involved.
0: Hillary Clinton. Unless
1: it came down to a field goal. And somebody got out the magnets, and they pulled the ball one
0: way or the other. I didn't even think about the magnets. Yep. Excellent point. Mm -hmm. Excellent point. And as ridiculous as that sounds, and I was thinking about that very thing. This is utterly ridiculous. I saw that, I guess, during the 2020 election, when Taylor Swift threw her weight behind uh, in an endorsement, Thirty-six thousand new voters registered that were Swifties. Mm. I
1: don't
0: know how they know that, but she had some kind of campaign online, and they signed up through that. Thirty-six thousand people. But
1: talk about being out of touch with what it is to earn a living in in our country today. Taylor Swift. I mean, she's so far off the bubble. She's a billionaire. Yeah. So what does she know about gas prices? She probably doesn't go buy gas. Probably or... bought
0: a dress online last night, for example.
1: Very funny. <laughs> but I, I'm
0: talking about her power. I don't know about her money, but, you know, when she says jump, you've got...
1: People will jump. Thousands of people going... They will follow her. What can I do? What can I do? And I never thought is about that election it. interference by Tay-Tay? I, no,
0: a public endorsement. She hasn't endorsed anybody. Facials are okay. Not yet, but
1: but I, saying I never. She will.
0: I never even thought about how important, and I never even thought I'd say this, how important her endorsement would be
2: for the
1: a younger, presidential
2: uh, candidate. Yeah, it's terrifying. And I'm not sure that that is <laughs> it's the terrifying. case. Because it's I, terrifying. It's terrifying. I think registering to vote and getting people to register to vote is a wonderful thing. People, more sure. people should be registered to vote. Yeah. I don't think that her endorsement actually carries weight because if she came out tomorrow and said, guess what? Let's all get on the MAGA train. Hooray for Donald Trump. And she started wearing the Make America Great Again hat. I doubt that her fans are going to vote Trump. So I don't actually think it has that much sway.
1: Only if she sticks with who she was with before, which Dance is with Hebronja, yeah. you, Yeah. Know.
2: I just,
0: I've never really even thought about that before. And you got a rig Super Bowl. You've learned a lot, and we're only like 30 minutes into the show. It's amazing. It's amazing. Join us on the Michael's Baths text line. There is absolutely no charge. 84126. Now a word from everybody's favorite jeweler, Genovese. Well, not a word from them. But firsthand experience from Nicole's BFF.
1: So, my BFF, Nicole, will not be at the office today at Genovese Jewelers because she is out of town. She's in Chicago. Doing. She is meeting with customers that have followed her on Instagram and they have fallen in love with one piece of jewelry or another. And she's going global on us. So I, is she I don't traveling know.
0: with rocks? I mean, mm-hmm. that's probably dangerous.
1: Well, I know, that's what I was saying. That's what my husband's like. She she needs like security. Yeah. You know? I think so. Um, I I just I, she was sending me photos of some of these rings and things, and this couple bought this incredible ring last night when they met, and the compliments that these people were sending her way were just tremendous. Like they're coming to St. Louis tremendous. for an event and they said they can't wait to meet up with her and to see her again because they just loved the customer service and they've never had customer service like that before.
0: Did they live here? How did they get wind?
1: On the gram, on Instagram.
0: On the gram. Oh.
1: On the gram. So yeah, I mean, I think it's pretty exciting and and Nicole was super excited about expanding her client base and getting to meet new people, which is always fun. But I think that these people will eventually become friends and probably customers for life. And they said last night they will never go anywhere else. And they're in Chicago and they go to California a lot. Now, don't let that scare you because that sounds like on the way end of expensive. But I'll tell you right now that they will deal with your budget. If you go in and say I have X number of dollars to spend on an engagement ring, they will not encourage you to spend more than what you budgeted for because they want the experience all around to be a positive thing. They don't want to be sending you out the door and you're sweating and panting thinking, I just did what? Like I did last night. But I'm the dress always sweating online. and panting. Well, I know. But that's another problem you need to see a doctor about. <laughs> Genovese Jewelers, we're lucky. We don't have to travel. We can just go see them. They are just west of 270 on Olive and Crevecore. They're right here for you. Family owned and operated for over 40 dot GenoveseJewelers.com.
0: It's the Carney Show, and the Lifetime Network is now hitting 40 years old. Boy, they grow up so fast. But they got to bring you new shows, and they do. One is called Prison Brides, and not surprised by the success of these types of reality programs, my wife is a self-proclaimed junkie of love after lockup, love during lockup, love abroad, 90-day fiancé, all based on, you know, personal one-on-one relationships. This one, Prison Brides, the new one, features people abroad falling in love with convicts here in the United States and everything that goes along with it. Emma Bradford, one of those who met the love of her life at a prison here in the U.S. Hi, Emma.
4: Good morning. Thanks for having me.
0: Who was the first person that you told that you were falling for a man that was incarcerated?
4: Um, it was actually my best friend, Gina. So Gina actually knew from the day that I wrote to him because I thought, am I losing my mind here? And I told her what I was doing. So yeah, Gina's always been the first person. My best friend has known what's going on. <laughs>
0: We have absolutely no lack of people that are incarcerated here in the United States. Uh, Your husband-to-be, Curtis, how did you find him?
4: Well, I actually found him on a website called Write a Prisoner. I'd been watching a documentary on Netflix, and it was about prisons in America. And the lady that was taking part in this documentary had met her husband on this website. So, Me just being nosy, I went onto this website, and I decided I was going to write to somebody and ask them questions based on what I was watching. Um, Because prison in the UK, where I'm from, is very, very different from America. So, yeah, that's how it all started.
0: And what I've always thought in my head about these types of relationships is the appeal for you would be, at least while he's incarcerated, You know exactly where he is.
4: (laughs) I do. I know where he is. I know when he goes to bed. I know, yeah, I know everything. (laughs) I've heard that before and it always does make me laugh. But um, I guess when he comes home, all of that will be, you know, blown out of the water. So it will be, it's going to be a crazy experience having him come home, that's for sure.
0: Curtis, I believe, arrested for carjacking. How much time does he have left to his sentence?
4: I don't want to spoil the show. I don't want to say too much, but we are in double digits. Uh, We are very, very, very close. Very close. (laughs)
0: Well, I'm happy for you on that front. Talk about reactions from your family.
4: Yeah, so family and friends thought that I was mad uh,
3: <laughs>
4: they asked me why I was doing it they asked me you know are you sure how do you know this man is what he says he is um, I guess the kind of things that you would expect people around me to ask um, and then I think once they kind of knew that it wasn't just a fling or you know I was being serious I think that's when they just kind of learned to relax and that it was going to happen anyway and that they can either get on board or not really Um, and fortunately enough for me everybody kind of got on board and yeah everybody has a good relationship with Kurt which I'm really pleased about and I just hope obviously when he comes home that that will develop and, and everybody will be able to see why I did what I did.
0: The adage has been around for a very long time, and that is that the girls always go for the bad boys. And in this case, literally, that's pretty accurate. So was that your M.O. growing up in high school? Did you gravitate towards the the guys that were smoking out back?
4: No, actually, I really didn't. I went for the athletes. Really. I went for the sports people. Um, I've never really gone for the bad boy, I would say, until later on in my life. Um, and, yeah, I, I guess I took it to the real extremes, didn't I? I went and found a bad boy in an American prison.
0: <laughs> so at what point, because these cameras follow you around and chronicle everything and, you know, are following him, too. So at what point do you forget that the cameras are there? Because at first it has to seem surreal.
4: Yeah, definitely. Especially being somebody that had never done TV. I've never so much as, you know, been recorded for anything. Um, So it was very strange, like, having cameras, obviously, in your house and asking you questions. But I guess after a couple of times it just felt really natural and... It is what it is. They do just follow me around my normal life. It's not scripted. They're not asking me to do things for the TV. What you see is genuinely what we go through, and I think that's why I wanted to do this show. You mentioned that your wife loves uh, Love After Lockup, and I've watched every single season, too, but I feel like that is um, not an accurate representation of the relationship. I feel... Like prison brides have really nailed it in following us around and really capturing every emotion and every feeling that actually goes on behind closed doors.
0: And they follow seven couples around, and this is on on Lifetime, 8.30 on Wednesday nights, Central Time. You're in the U.K. He's in prison here in the U.S. So when he gets out and you get together, will you live there or will you come here?
4: I am actually here now. Um, I am up near Detroit, Um, so he will be coming out to live with me, um, and we will start our married life together in our marital home.
0: How exciting! Have you been married before? Have you been in? No, first time. Never. What about? This
4: is my first
0: time. What about his background with relationships?
4: First time. Um, So it's his first time being married, it's his first time being engaged, Um, prior to me he was with, he's got a child, um, so he was with the mother of his child prior to me, Um, unfortunately when he went into prison that relationship quickly broke down, Um, and then yeah I guess I'm the first kind of real serious, serious relationship he's had, so serious that he married me, so yeah.
0: Emma Bradford, follow her story on Lifetime, and it's a new show called Prison Brides, and uh, hopefully Emma and Curtis live happily ever after. Thanks so much for sharing your story, and best of luck to you. Thank you so
4: much. Have a good rest
0: of your day. It's been great speaking to you. All
4: right. Be well. Bye-bye.
0: 1255. Show hour one almost in the books makes you want to date an inmate, doesn't it?
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> on the Michael's Bath text line eight four one two six from the three one four wonder what's the over under on the longevity of that marriage? I bet as long as he's incarcerated. Yeah, I don't,
0: I don't see any marital problems there. I mean, we'll see, we'll see. And I asked her if you heard. How soon, you know, he's going to get out? Whatever, but you couldn't say because this is from a reality show, which they taped, you know, a few months ago, and they're not allowed to say anything until it on. Un- well, and when you asked about his
1: background, she doesn't really get into it. She kind of skirts the question.
0: You know? No, she said he's always got a nice car. <laughs> I
1: bet never he does. The same one. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh. With no plates. Speaking
0: of reality shows, uh, an update on a guest, Ruby Lee.
1: Ruby Lee. I'm following her on Instagram and just I'm so happy for her. Killed it on The Voice. Yep. And coming up Thursday
0: on the uh, Senate floor in Jefferson City, she will be recognized and celebrated. Oh. How about that? Missouri State Senate will be doing that. It was uh, something proposed by Travis Fitzwater, obviously a state senator, uh, accolades for her service to the community and honoring her musical accomplishments. And um, she'll be performing at a furniture store after that, so she hasn't forgotten her roots or her couch. So after she comes back from all the hoopla in Jeff City... Um, She'll be performing a little closer to home. You can go see her and support her and say, yay, thanks for making us look good here in the Midwest. Saturday, 530, she will be in Highland, Illinois at the Knights of Columbus Hall. You can get tickets the day of the event, but she's kind of blown up, so you may want to call the uh, KOC in Highland and think about getting tickets in advance
1: little shout-out to the St. Louis Cardinals. That would be a fun person to have do the anthem on opening day.
0: Yeah, or have a Ruby Lee Day at the ballpark where everybody yodels or something. I don't know.
1: Sure, there's that, too. Um, From the 785, somewhere in Britain, there's a father not getting any sleep. That's right. <laughs> Good point.
0: Oh, my. And I believe that that... Phenom also goes the other way that a lot of incarcerated women get proposed to by men on the outside. I doubt it's quite as high, and I don't even know why it looks I at,
1: gyps- look I at, feel at gypsy look at Gypsy Rose I mean she got married and divorced twice while she was in well married twice divorced once while she was incarcerated. It didn't work out for them when she was behind bars
0: yeah I would you know I'll do a little deep dive here to see percentage wise you could find out how many uh marriages with one incarcerated person that it's either the husband that's in jail or the wife that's in jail
1: also on the text line the Michaels bath's text line from the three one four why does it feel like your show just became Jerry Springer Garney, it's always been Garney, it's always Garney, been Jerry Springer
2: Garney.
0: put down the chair Max it's scaring me uh, all right. How about a break? We'll do that. We'll come back. Restaurant Tuesday in the next hour. The folks from Dewey's Pizza will be joining us. And Cheryl Bear in for George Mahey to talk about other restaurant happenings. And there are several. <music> show. Welcome back. It is hour number two, and if you are listening on the app somewhere else uh, in the world, uh, it's still hour number two of the show. Um, Tomorrow, we'll have the elevator for you. That's always fun, and I got a preview. I got to tell you, Spanky from Broken Jukebox has outdone himself, and you're going to hear a Casio version of a song that when you find out what it is, you'll be like, oh, yeah, but... The over-under, not real good. You're going to pick up on this one. Uh, I I missed it completely. Uh, also, a visit with our Johnnies and uh, the Clementines folks are going to pop in for a visit, which means she's bringing ice cream. Uh, also, the Grammys uh, coming up soon, and the executive producer and the Grammys going to join us on the show and on the music front, by the by. I started watching that. Documentary on the We Are the World taping, and it's really, really interesting. I fell asleep because I'm old, but uh, I'll go back and watch the rest of it uh, tonight. I'll have a full uh, book report for you tomorrow. Dan Moran later today, and uh, lots of other stuff that sadly eludes me at the moment. We'll get to Restaurant Tuesday. Cheryl Bear is in. For Mr. George and Dave Roush is here from Dewey's Pizza. So a lot of ground to cover on all fronts. Restaurant Tuesday, by the way, brought to you by our friends at Kuna Food Service. And once again, Dan Bippin and the crew over there, Rose and the rest of the gang, coming through. One phone call and they became big sponsors for Carnival, which is at the end of the month, there were 10 tickets left. Yesterday, so it it may be sold out. I don't know. They don't really share much. It's my foundation, but they don't really tell me very much. Uh, 24th at Ameristar Casino, 15 restaurants, two comedians, open bar, casino downstairs. What do you want? Okay? Big auction. Got the whole deal going. We got Taylor Swift stuff, Travis Kelsey. I just got uh, Mizzou quarterback autograph stuff, wine, trips, and when we open up the auction, which will be a couple of days before the event, you can bid online. So if you don't make it to our party, you uh, can still bid. Why did I bring all of that up? Well, I called Dan Bippen and I said, look, I got 15 restaurants that are coming to do food for 400 people, and I'm not paying them anything but gratitude. Uh, we're going to buy some gift certificates from them for our auction. But anyway, you can help out. And within 10 minutes, I got an email back saying, hey, why don't we give each of the 15 restaurants $500 credit for the ingredients that they need or whatever? Uh, you know, we'll supply them with whatever. And if they're already clients, we'll just give them $500 credit to their account, and that was it. I mean, that's substantial, and he's helping me, and I'm not even a restaurateur. Imagine how helpful he is to your favorite eatery. So keep that in mind when you're going to your favorite local spot, and do go to a local spot, uh, and grab some hotly cheese when you're at the store, because retail-wise, that's about the only thing you can buy directly from Kuna. So, Thanks to our pals kuno Food Service. Find out more about them, what they do, where they do it, online, kunafoodservice.com. Every time I get a Dear John from George Mahey, I'm always afraid it was a scooter accident.
1: But no. Knock on he everything. He
0: is enjoying his time in, probably shouldn't say, but the city where the Super Bowl is going to be. Um good for him. That's Cheryl Bear always stepping up to bat and it's times like this. It's like George Who? Hi, Cheryl. Thanks Hi. for making yourself
1: available always.
5: It's so well, clearly George has a way more interesting life than I do, so <laughs> you know.
1: I wouldn't say that. Right. No.
5: <laughs> <laughs> he's jetting off here and there. all the Could time. Could be your great grandfather Yeah, no he's that. he's great. Uh
0: our featured eatery is Dewey's Pizza, and we have Dave Roush in here. What's your, what's your business card say? Uh, I am the director of operations,
1: uh, oversee all 25 locations.
6: Wow. wow. I can't
1: believe there are 25 locations of Dewey's because it feels like such a neighborhood joint, yeah. no matter what neighborhood you're in.
6: Yes, it's uh, purposely conceived that way. We try to find unique buildings that uh, are part of the fabric of the neighborhood.
0: So do you get a check from each one of the locations? Because I think that's a great job. Do I get a check from them?
6: Yeah. No, but I have to from pay taxes
0: in five states.
6: Oh,
3: oh, yeah, I bet you do. Think That'll about get that.
0: you. That's oh. a bummer. Oh. And of course, the history when it first opened up in St. Louis, uh, we had Andrew DeWitt on the show, and I—that's when I first realized, oh, it's tied to the to the baseball dynasty family.
6: Yes, and it is. I
0: I I don't remember what he said because it was such a long time ago, but it was like. Was there disappointment at the Thanksgiving table that you didn't, uh, you know, get with Cardinal Care or get involved with management of the team, and you went to go make pies instead?
6: Absolutely not. I've been in the restaurant business for over thirty years, so uh, to me, it felt like home.
1: Yeah, I get it. I mean, it feels like home. We in my family, and you, and you see my brother and his family there. Probably, I don't know. You might not see them in there once a week, but I guarantee you they're getting takeout from there at least once a week. Sorry, Michelle, don't get mad at me for outing you. Um, but they'll always order some good salads with the pizzas to balance it out. But if you ask his little boys that are five and a half, where do you want to go for dinner? Deweys, I mean, that's, that's their go-to.
0: It is their go-to. And locations all over the place. Uh, I want to talk about what's going on, some new stuff and you just kind of hinted to another place that was about to open up its doors. Also want to kick around some of the other things going around here in St. Louis. Uh, congratulatory note to Antonino's, uh, going to be one of our 15 restaurants at Carnival, and they were named by the Missouri Restaurant Association, I think, Cheryl, as the Restaurant of the Year, were they not?
5: Restaurant of the Year, they sure were. Well-deserved. Who, who votes on that? You know... I am not 100% sure, to be honest with you. I know there there have been some big names. I'm trying to think there. But I think that uh, Antonino's is just one of those places that they've become such an important part of the fabric of the hill. They're kind of like now, you know, a lot of times people ask where you want to go on the hill. And you're tossing around a couple different names. But I'd really say over the past few years, they've kind of solidified their role as that place. And their toasted ravioli is legendary yeah. there. So great. Not
0: a lot of Greek Italian joints.
5: No, not at all. And I mean, you'd think they're, you know, they're neighbors, so might as well.
0: Well, congrats to them and small part of their success, probably the voice you hear when you get put on hold. Thank you. What? When you call them and you get their automated system, I, I recorded all that for you. Oh, you yeah. did? Yeah.
1: Okay. Is it still there? Can I don't we know. call? Can we call? Can you try Antonino's? Yeah. yeah. Nobody. Okay. Nobody
0: ever believes me here when I say anything. They like, we got to fact check that.
1: I'm on hold at Genovese. <laughs> if you could put on a hold.
0: I, I'm not sure your name's Carney. I gotta look into this.
1: Should order some toasted ravioli while we're at it. No, For let's do it. Did sure. they deliver? Hmm.
0: The other pizza note, uh, I wanted to make quick mention of. Not a lot because they didn't go to the trouble to come here with pizza. But uh, our Sugar Fire boys out it again. Mike Johnson and uh, Dave Molina opening up hot pizza, cold beer, right across from the Sugar Fire downtown, and they're largely out of the chicken out and the uh, High Point Burger business. So
5: they are. This um, is
0: their two things now.
5: This is it, and I'll give you one guess what they serve there. It's a very pizza, kind of fun. Beer. Yeah, you know, it's a fun name. It's a great spot. Um, yeah, you know, I was just down there checking it out and, you know, they are right across from the convention center and they said that when there's a convention going on, it is just tons of people. They said The place is just bustling. They're doing really great down there. High Point's doing great. Sugar Fire's doing great. They just figured it was really a turnkey operation because um, this is the former pie right. that was down there. Mm. So um, it's just, I think it's going to be a... Just kind of a really nice gathering spot. They have this huge U-shaped bar, and they really hope that this is going to be kind of a gathering place for people who work downtown or, you know, coming and going the wow. neighborhood. It's a fun spot.
0: Good to know. Dave Roush is here from Dewey's. Let's go back to your joint. And it was at Dewey's was the first time I saw a pizza served on a stage, so to speak. Then it sits up on a thing, Yep. I'd never like seen that Like a little tripod
1: yeah. kind of thing? I'd never
0: seen that before. Yeah, it's to give you more
6: table surface yeah. when you're dining in, to enjoy one of our craft beers or curated wine lists.
0: Do we know All the wine? history of that thing, where it came from? And is the guy a multi-billionaire?
6: He probably is, yeah. Came up We've with... been using them for 26 years.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so give us, maybe not some secrets, but, you know, it's a tough business to rise above when you're, when oh, you're making see pies. Did they uh-huh. rise above? Ah. Actually, I didn't even realize, a I was, mm-hmm. I didn't realize I the was punster. doing that. The But uh, what makes it different? Something with the oven? Something with the dough? Um, I think we have unique and fresh ingredients
6: that create a unique style pizza. Our dough, we make our dough fresh uh, 365 days a year. And we let it sit for two days, uh, which most pizza places... The dough, we, not the pizza. The dough, yeah. Okay. We let it rise for two days. There you go. Uh, yeah, and we uh, really take pride in our fresh ingredients and unique offerings. And I think our service and hospitality are you know, the best in St. Louis.
1: Can you see the back in the kitchen and uh, at every location? Because everyone I've been to... you can get a peek of what's going on back there you
6: can you can and even at the uh soccer stadium which we went into last year oh cool we had a booth at the soccer stadium and we're going to do that again this year
0: i I bet you are the names too on the menu are all pretty catchy Mm
3: -hmm.
0: (laughs) you know kind of stands out a little bit do you do some really out there kind of combos we do. We we have our
6: uh, seasonal offerings that we switch up every four to six weeks. Uh, I think the Edgar Allan Poe unique <laughs> name. Well, not a unique name, but uh, that's one of our more unique pizzas with uh, olive oil, and raven me and... yeah, yes, <laughs> or the Green Lantern. That's yeah. another unique one.
1: I like the Porky Fig. Porky that's my fig. favorite. Yep. Yeah. Killer veggie, it's a good one too, and you've got gluten free options. I know that.
6: Oh, gluten free, and we just started uh, with a really good dairy free cheese as well. Wow, that's yeah. fantastic! I
1: haven't
0: had much luck with dairy free cheese. I, I I've tried that, but it it doesn't do it. Do you guys do your own blend on that, or is it did you find a you We've, know a guy?
6: We found it. It took us two years to find one, uh, and yes, it it's. What I've been told, because I'm not dairy-free, so I'll still take advantage of our mozzarella cheese, but the uh, I've been told by people that are dairy-free, it's some of the best
0: that they've ever had. Good to know. And if you haven't been to a Dewey's lately or you haven't been at all, which, you know, you got to get out more, obviously.
1: And the grape and walnut salad is my favorite salad of Dewey's. Add a little grilled chicken on there. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm. Missouri and Illinois, here's where you go. Webster Grove, St. Charles, U City, Kirkwood, Ellisville, Edwardsville, O'Fallon. Are you saturated here or are you going to set up shop
1: more places here?
0: We may, this could be a secret, but we
6: may be looking at a carry out only concept.
1: Oh, Cheryl's taking notes. I know. She's well, acting like she's not exactly. here she's invisible, but exactly. really, she's hanging on your every word. We won't tell anybody. <laughs> How are your pie-making skills?
6: Well, you're not going to get quite a round pizza if I'm yeah. making it. Well, you can't you make a round either. But the toppings will be uh, very nicely arranged and it'll be baked perfectly.
1: A couple of texts on our Michael's Bath text line. Oh, my gosh, I haven't had Dewey's in a long time. Shame on me. That pizza is top-notch, it says in capital letters, and not your average pizza at all. Somebody else from the 314 chiming in uh, have been going to Dewey's and Kirkwood and Webster for years. The service is and always has been outstanding. What are your secrets when it comes to that? Because that can be tough these days.
6: Very tough these days. I I think it's stems from our management team on to our employees. I think we have some of the best employees in the business. Uh, we work hard for them, so they'll work hard for us. And they're out there on the front line with the public every day. So training and good people hiring.
0: More of a bar than a restaurant, Weber's Front Row. And I've never been there, but I've driven by it 5,000 times in Webster. And it seems like it's been there as long as I have and they just closed. What happened?
5: It's been there thirty years, and my biggest question is: Where is everyone going to go? All the Webster High School alums, where mm-hmm. are they going to go the day before Thanksgiving? I mean, it was just kind of this
1: unofficial You're gathering right.
5: place. Yeah, it really maybe was. that was the only day
1: they were gathering I know, there. Right? Sadly. Exactly. I think they have to go to Dewey's.
5: Exactly. They just have to go to Dewey's now.
1: So what happened?
5: I really think you know. In their statement, they you know they say there are there was a landlord dispute. You know that. They thought about buying the building. They couldn't come to a price agreement. So it was one of those. But I think reading between the lines of some of the things they said, they just never recovered from COVID. I think, you know, that's that's the story we see is a lot of places, even, you know, a few years out now, they're still suffering the effects of, you know, that was a place where... He, you didn't really get takeout too much from there. You went there to have a beer with your friends. So they do have a couple other locations, um, South County. I'm, I'm not sure exactly where, but um, I know they have two other locations. So I think people are going to go there and, um, you know, they'll just have to meet up there now.
0: One other question before we go back to Dewey's, we are inching in on Mardi Gras time. And I thought of that because there was a story about somebody that stole a bunch of king cakes, um, So, Cajun food, to me, seems wildly underrepresented in Lewis.
5: I would agree, which is so funny because we have that, you know, that that French French. French. culture here. It's shocking, really. We're kind of like the New Orleans sister to the North, in a way. Second (laughs) largest Mardi Gras celebration in the world. Yeah. It is underrepresented, but there are a couple places here that I really enjoy. I mean... Obviously, I would think if I'm going to celebrate and have the food, like you want that whole experience. I really, you know, of course, Broadway Oyster Bar is such a classic. Right. I love Evangeline's in the Central West End mm. because not just because the food is good, but they have such a vibrant music program there. Absolutely. Always have live music. They do like kind of a a Creole brunch with live jazz a lot of times. That's a fun spot. Um, there is a newer place out in St. Charles, right on Main Street, called Shay's Creole Kitchen. Have you heard of that? Mm, not
1: yet. So oh, that's is, in Carney's, Nanny. I might yes. on the way home. It's,
5: wonder, it's at the Old Mill Stream in that really historic bar sure. there, right on Main Street. And the gentleman who owns it, it's a combination smokehouse. His barbecue's outstanding. Some of the best wings you'll have. But his... His Creole and Cajun food so good. He has a great etouffee. His gumbo is outstanding. I highly, wow. okay. I love them good so much. That makes
1: Carney so happy. Must be your uncle.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, I, and I didn't think of this till I asked you the question, I've always liked Norton's, too. Oh, for, yeah. And people don't
5: yeah, think
0: I'm, about it as being a Cajun place, but they've got great Cajun food. They do. So uh, back to Dewey's, if we could. Uh, Dave Roush with us. So you said seasonal specialties. Do you do stuff around particular holidays? Like, might you do a crawfish pizza as we go into Mardi Gras, or a Lenten pizza with cod think, and something? I think what we'll have going in the Mardi
6: Gras is we're bringing back our Cuban pizza from popular demand. Yum. Um, yeah, uh, that is set to kick off next Tuesday. And we will do. We do a Yukon Cornelius at ah, winter time. God, oh my yeah, God. So a little play on a, a potato pizza. So we'll, very cute. We'll, we'll be holiday
1: festive. Yeah, I like that.
0: Yeah, yeah the, the 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 face of pizza has changed a lot because now you've got. You mentioned you know gluten free, but there's also impossible meat. That's going on there. There are cauliflower crusts that are uh being used as well. You I could have it's... a
1: whole non pizza that you think is a pizza. Yeah,
0: there's yeah, even exactly. a chicken
1: crust. Yeah, have you heard
5: of that one? <laughs> no, there's. Have wow. you heard? I'm sure you're, you're in the pizza business. It, yeah. yeah, it's it's made from chicken. It's like a keto friendly thing now. Yeah.
0: Really?
1: Yes. It's a bridge too far for me. I I, I think so. <laughs>
5: I I heard it it tastes like regular crust.
1: Those people swear
0: by it. Most keto people just eat the top. Right.
1: (laughs) That's, that's, yeah.
0: You kind of gave us uh, a little tip that a uh, carryout spinoff might be coming down the road soon. What about the retail end of things? Because that freezer case at the grocery store is getting fuller and fuller of locally made pizzas. It is. It is something that we've looked into.
6: uh, And I think. What we found was grocery stores aren't the easiest. Uh, a lot place of politics there. Yeah, a lot of politics there. So. Yeah. But you would think with Andrew, you know, and his ties, I
0: mean, we should be able to get in there. I know some people. Yeah. People but,
1: want to know on the text line if the gluten free pizza is also sugar free. Yes. Okay. You know, so. There you go, Carney. Can't be your new can thing. Can't have
0: sugar. Can't have fun, really. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm can't just have dairy.
0: It's gonna stay under my blanket okay. all day. What about delivery stuff now? Do you delve into that too? Uh, through third party delivery.
3: Well,
6: oh, okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That became more popular with COVID. What about shipping? I know a lot of people, like Emos, for example, will have it shipped out to California. Will you? I mean, you're in a lot of states already, but will you ship pizza other parts of the country? I can't say that. I've
6: experienced sure having
0: can. to do it. Uh,
6: I would. I'd ship them the ingredients. I'd find a way to do it. We we do sell a little unique fact is Webster Groves is our uh, number one location for selling the dough balls.
0: So really? So we sell about you know, high school,
6: 700 dough down. balls out of there a year for people that come to pick up fresh dough and maybe have a little... Uh, children's party at home
1: is that is that available at every location it is available oh, okay at every location. Yeah. great how long i
0: have not had much success with dough balls there's a sound bite for you max if you want to use that for something <laughs> <laughs> um where if it's in the fridge more than a couple of days it's very hard to work with and if it's too warm it gets too sticky and it gets all torn apart is there a secret to working with that dough where you've got something recognizable at the end? Yeah, there is a
6: secret. I, I would not go over four days, and if you're if you're keeping it in your refrigerator and you pull it out, you want to start working with it and bake it when the dough is at about fifty degrees, because then that unleashes the um, all of the flavor in there.
0: And where do you weigh in on flour or cornstarch? or
1: Cornmeal? Cornmeal. You could do that, too.
6: Yeah. I personally like both.
1: We we stick with the flour. And there's a little bit of a sweet kick at the end of the pizza dough at Dewey's, which I like. Is the regular dough, does that have a little sweetness to it? Come on. (laughs) Spill it. And if so, how much would you put? Yes, there is. Asking for there's no secret
6: ingredient uh, to it that I can divulge here to give you that. (laughs) Okay. Uh
0: So uh, one other thing I wanted to bounce off you, Cheryl, was I was reading about a place called the Wheelhouse Fish Company, and intrigued because. Fresh fish, kind of harder to come by with Bob's closing, and then that place on Olive that closed and left their fish in the building, which didn't please the neighbors. Yeah, that was Um, something. So I know nothing of this. What do you, and is it, are they doing a brick and
5: mortar place now? So they're at that Urban Eats, which is, I guess you would call it kind of like a a food incubator, food court, kind of standalone place in Dutchtown. Um, if you've had uh, or heard of Tacos La Heffa, they do those. Uh, Max, he's oh, our taco expert. Tacos Sorry La If you haven't had it, drop what you're doing. It's it's outrageously delicious. They do those Birria tacos there. So yeah. highly recommend that. But so they're in there. I think they made a name for themselves at farmer's markets. But this is a woman who actually has a fishing boat in Alaska. And you are getting... The highest quality. I mean, it is flash frozen on the boat. If she splits her time between here and there. It is the freshest salmon you will get, flash frozen on the boat, flown in here. King Halibut. crab. Halibut. I need a line
0: on king yeah. crab. Bad.
5: I'm I'm not sure about king crab, but I know those spot <sighs> prawns. I know scallops. I mean, it's it's apparently like the freshest you're going to get. Is that so open yet? It is. Yes, it's open in that urban eats. Incubator. So get your fish, then go ahead and get some tacos. It's a great day.
0: Arch Eats, of course, your little chat with George Mehe on the podcast. What are you doing this time?
5: We are doing, well, let's see. We just did uh, Restaurant Trends. And then that was the one that was just released. And the one that is coming up soon, not this Friday, but next Friday, we're doing... Our romantic restaurants and of George course. even wore red oh. for the occasion Aww. exactly is there video so. of the
1: podcast or is we're it just audio about doing yeah. video.
5: we're experimenting but George and I are a little too vain right now and the angles weren't working for us so, I get it you know. yeah he's already
0: it's, on every tv I know, station I know um also on the text line pizza questions left and right is the gluten-free crust okay for celiac people? Is there any cross I mean, check
1: with your doctor? Is what I would say, right? I mean, I w- no, I mean,
6: it, it is, but you be mindful it's being made in a kitchen where flour is. Yeah. Uh, but we have some managers with children with celiac disease, and they yeah they bring home the pizza. What else do you want us to know about Dewey's? Well. 've talked we've hit on the locations we've talked about the soccer stadium uh, one thing I believe we are uh, a good interwoven fabric of the community we've donated over two hundred thousand dollars very impressive Your communities that's uh, fantastic and we've donated over 1300 large pizzas this year for people. Uh, for charitable donations. Well, you
1: donated
0: so. two here today, so we really appreciate <laughs> yes, it. Yeah,
1: thanks for our, doni- our donation. Yeah. We put it to good bigger better case.
0: cause than Julie Max and I, as far as I can think of. <laughs> uh, website where we can find all the locations and hours and things Yes, the website's like uh, Com. So nice of you to come in. Say Thank hi you. to Andrew. Thanks hi. for the pizza. <laughs>
3: thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. Cheryl, you know my feelings. Thank you so much for being on. It's great to see and you, too. Yeah, great to see you enjoy both. enjoy your scribings now found on St. Louis Magazine's website, stlmag.com, and in the hard copy, too. Restaurant Tuesday brought to you by Kuna Food Service. Uh, more Carnage Show coming up in a couple...
1: Britney Spears apologized to anyone who was hurt by the things she wrote in her memoir. She didn't name names, but she talked about how much she still loves Justin Timberlake's oh, music. Me too. So there's that. And Justin, by the way, was the musical performance on SNL last week. And he teamed up with the Jimmy Fallon for a new Barry Gibb talk show skit.
2: Up on the back. Of-
1: it's good stuff
0: what a great concept and they did i probably a dozen of those throughout the years
1: oh yeah when jimmy
0: was a cast member yeah wonderful
1: really talented in so many ways Uh I know you couldn't help it. Um, We're the World and the Netflix documentary that Carney's been talking about called The Greatest Night in Pop is something you can watch now. And we've been talking about some of the issues that were kind of behind the scenes that we didn't know. Did you know Harry Belafonte started the whole thing?
0: Yes, I did. I was awake that long. Uh,
1: Michael (laughs) Jackson and Lionel (laughs) Richie avoided any dated expressions when they wrote the songs. Like, right on or awesome, dude. Radical, dude. No?
2: Gnarly. Uh, I didn't get to that part yet. We are the gnarly world.
1: That's right. Madonna was not invited. Madonna. Madonna. Madonna.
0: No point in watching the rest of it now. And Dan Aykroyd. Hey,
1: I'll just save you some time. You can thank me later. Dan Aykroyd took part by accident. He happened to be talking to a talent manager that day, and the guy was going to the recording session and said, You want to come with me? And he said, Sure. uh Bob Dylan almost had a nervous breakdown. Is that surprising? Well, because
0: it's not really his jam pop music. And he looks really, really uncomfortable.
1: Not everybody loved the song, and Billy Joel claims they all really didn't care for it, but nobody was willing to say so. Except Prince, who was like, this song is dumb. Who said, I'm I'm not going to show up for this. (laughs) But We Are The World was a huge success, and it was four weeks at number one, went quadruple platinum within a month.
2: Did it
0: raise money?
1: Seven million copies and helped raise $63 million to fight hunger.
0: I contributed, and uh, full disclosure, so I could get the sweatshirt. But, uh, do yeah. you still
1: have the sweatshirt? I bet you could put that on mm-hmm. your little yeah posh, uh, posh, posh mark. mark. Is that what it's called? I
2: don't think I do. I haven't seen it in I decades. Mean, now is the time to sell it because right. this documentary is out. But now yeah.
1: it's a hot item. It's gone. No, I don't believe it. Somewhere in that mess. No, I think I lost
2: it, the (laughs) divorce.
3: It's gone.
1: (laughs) All right, well, then you know who needs to go sell it. Uh, Lindsay Lohan is spreading her wings, and she's out in Georgia these days. She's working on a project there as an actress, but strolling the streets with her baby and her husband, not causing any trouble. Nothing to see here, folks. I do still
0: have my free Lindsay T-shirt, which is a black and white of her mugshot, and it says Free Lindsay. And what I thought was very interesting is it's come back into fashion eight or nine different times.
1: It has, but I think she's on the right track now, or at least it seems like I'll it. I'll be
0: selling it on Poshmark.
1: Broadway a stage in Chicago was uh, graced by Ariana Maddox of Scandival. She played Roxy in the, in, the, in the show on Broadway, and Lala Kent and Sheena Shea showed up to support her. I bet she was great. Uh, I do, too. She was on Dancing with the Stars, and, you know, she's been uh, brokenhearted by Tom Sandoval. Uh, sorry, Mrs. I don't have Sandoval, if you're listening. Uh, Oprah celebrated her 70th birthday yesterday by running on the beach.
0: And you have a birthday, and you have a birthday, and you have a birthday.
1: Now, she's gotten involved in the semi-glutides, and she's admitted that. She said she's so tired of people shaming her with her weight. She said it was public sport to make fun of her Uh, for 25 years. I don't know. I mean,
2: she kind of brought
1: it on herself with a wagon of fat. She loves bread, first of all. And did she run down the beach with a wagon of fat? No, with her dog. And she's in great health, and she's 70. And she put, this is 70. That was the caption. And Mm. you got to admit... She looks pretty darn good. I don't good.
2: have to admit anything. Julie.
0: And this is sixty, so you know life's should be
1: Okay, what else? Ninety-one years ago today, The Lone Ranger was heard on the radio for the very first time. Oh, There's oh, the sound effects from I John Carney. So and I, I hesitate to bring this up, but here goes. Don't get mad. Twenty-four years ago, oh, sorry. in twenty-four years ago, in the year two thousand, the St. Louis Rams beat the Tennessee Titans 23-16 to, to win the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 34. Kurt Werner passed for a record 414 yards and was named the MVP.
0: And Mike Jones is 15 minutes. Right there, there.
1: Oh, yeah, all right. Remember that? Phil Collins is 73 today. Gene Hackman is 94. Grace under fire. Brett Butler is 66. Christian Bale is 50 tonight. On the tube, you get a little name that tune. Lala Kent, speaking of Vanderpuff Rules on Watch What Happens Live. And that's all I got for you. Brett
0: Butler, whatever happened to her? I don't. She turned
1: 66 today. She had it all all
0: going on. And when she was doing Grace Under Fire, a friend of mine was the head writer for the show. And he said she was a terror and threw like a soda can at him on the set. Wow. So be nice to people.
1: Yeah. Is that the word you live by?
0: No. God, no.
1: Okay. Just one Are in. you not I'm listening. asking for a friend. Yeah. Let's hear the homemade jokes.
0: Actually, it's news. And here it comes. House Republicans moving swiftly towards impeaching Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Homeland Security Committee scheduled to vote today on two articles of impeachment against Mayorkas. Including over what they call his... Willful and systematic refusal to enforce immigration laws, but mostly because it's very hard to pronounce Majorcas. St. Louis Board of Aldermen uh, reviewed funding for St. Louis Lambert International Airport yesterday. Under five proposed bills, Lambert would receive a facelift, transforming into a single terminal airport. Renovations would include an increase in gates. More concessions, an expanded on-site garage, room for additional domestic international routes, and more opportunities to buy $12 cups of coffees and $9 packs of gum. There you go. So, Chiefs tight end Travis Kelsey, uh, who we just never talk about, releasing a new t-shirt for fans ahead of the team's four Super Bowl appearance in five years. The official T as Kelsey's face with the words, fight for your right to party. I cringed when he did that. Which, of course, he's famous for based on the Beastie song. Shirt is designed by Kelsey's True Colors sportswear brand and being sold brand, being sold for 48 bucks, apparently at Lambert Field. Uh, Which begs the question, do you think Tay-Tay might covering... Might start covering Beastie Boy songs. Never know. It could happen. It could happen. St. Charles police say a restaurant manager facing a misdemeanor assault charge after repeatedly hitting a customer in the lobby of a Popeye's. Mm-mm. That's a weird story.
3: Mm-mm.
0: A woman Sunday night went to grab some food for a friend's surprise party. She said, they told me it'd be 12 minutes for the chicken and asked me to pull forward. You know, the old please pull forward. Yeah, yeah. So she waited 20 minutes, then went inside the store to check on her order. uh, And they told her three more minutes. We'll bring it out to you. After 15 minutes, she went back inside to cancel her order. And the male employee said, quote, she's back. The manager then chimed in with, I don't care if it's raw or not. Give it to her and get the bee out of here. What? Yes. Yeah. A Popeye spokesman, when contacted, all he could say was,
1: "Whoa, I, I could see that I coming
0: a mile." Can you can you imagine this? I mean, I mean Popeye decides yeah. to be. Oh, this is going to cost us. Yeah, and rightly so. Uh, finally. Elon Musk's controversial startup Neuralink has finally implanted a chip in a human brain for the first time. Billionaire announcing this uh, in a post on his X platform yesterday. Operation took place on Sunday. Patients recovering well, but apparently he's only capable of talking about his MySpace page. So
1: they got some kinks, you know, they got to work out. I think it's a really interesting topic. I think it's terrifying. Well, I think it is terrifying. You you think, think, I think terrifying. it's terrifying unless you <laughs> suffer from a neurological disease or you can't move your, you know, your legs from paralysis or something like that. I think this could be groundbreaking if we don't go the creepy route where it reads your thoughts out it's loud. It's going to be
0: terrifying. <laughs> okay. it's, you know, that and AI. Somebody get in the handbasket now, you know. Get ahead of the curb. Uh, all right. Uh, restaurant owner facing as salt charges. Thank you. Nice. Oh, Michael tech line uh, for that one. 153, we probably ought to sell something, yeah? So keep the lights on. Water's off, but the lights are on. Being the anniversary of Snowmageddon here in St. Louis might be a good time to think of what's ahead for us. You know, these 50 degree days whatever we're letting the guard down thinking what a mild winter. <laughs> it's still January, kids. There's more. We're still in the first act of this show. So, make sure your HVAC system working fine, okay? Uh they can come give you a tune up when I say they I mean Classic Air Care. I just figured you knew who we were talking about. Uh, they're there to help uh, around the clock. Say three in the morning, you decide that your furnace isn't working because your teeth are chattering and uh, there's icicles on your wife's mustache.
1: Um, (laughs) Oh, my God. They
0: they might, uh, you want to get that? Um, They'll come out and tend to your needs immediately. Free estimates as well. Uh, And some specials running right now you want to take advantage of. At a time when you wouldn't think they'd need to run specials. And yet, they do. Find out more how they can keep you comfy all year round. Classic Air Care with an E. Classic A-I-R-E. Aircare.com. Okay? Okay. Uh, I wasn't speaking of any wife in particular. Oh, wow. I just want to throw that out there. I was thinking about Andy. What's his name? Read. Thank you. Still waiting on my t-shirt. Very excited.
1: I'm very excited for you.
0: Sorry, it just kind of came out that way.
1: I mean, that yes. really came out of nowhere.
0: And how is iSchool Mustache not a band name?
1: I think it might
2: be.
0: Judge? Jury? Executioner? I
2: would have done that last week because uh, it would have been when it happened. So I'll have to check.
1: Back uh, in in his files, well, in the archives. No news is old news. You know, uh,
0: Derek Dennis going to uh, join us in the two o'clock hour. Uh, kind of surprised to catch the news this morning that UPS laying off 12,000 workers. And as Julie pointed out in an off-air conversation, didn't they just give their employees raises? I thought they did. Well, apparently this is how they're paying for it. But in whatever. an
1: off-air conversation, John Carney said, is this because of Amazon, which I thought was a... Great point. As a much as it insight. pains me, to
3: like to say so. Tape.
2: You yeah. know, i've uh, I've looked uh, at our recent names, and I don't see it, so I will add it. Uh, yes. If you guys want to go down the list really quick, I can. We we get asked regularly what the band name list is,
0: and we will share it with you now. Get a pencil.
2: You All right, uh, for this year we have Big Porcelain Goose, Path of Totality <laughs> or Totality. Sorry, Binary Gibberish. Mini Bike People, Questionable Bumper Stickers, Full Frontal Freedom, Vase to the Face, Fossil Hunters, Vortex of Suction, Significant Snow Potential, Pet Guardian, Steal the Dog, Stay at Home Girlfriend, Slug Slime, Pocket of Hot, My Valentinian Sweater, Absence of Light, Germy Balls, Papa Panic. Oh, Tad of Sparkle, Six Legged Spaniel, Depressed in Frankfurt, Crater of Diamonds, <laughs> Titanium Teeth, We're almost done, Crates of Jewelry, <laughs> Mama Possum, Worldwide Fog, Elvis's Toenail, Flushed Your Bunny, and Icicle Mustache. I mean, wait,
1: <laughs> we're not even to the end of January. We're almost to the end of January, but yeah. come on, that's a great start. That's a good wow. sign that the thing's not going to see a shadow next week.
0: Have you done a head count of band names in general? Because we've been doing this, what, six years
2: probably? So I only have records from January of 2020. So we're starting our fourth year of this. And the way that I do this, I have to shut down so many band names because you guys come up with them every two seconds. I try to do at least three per week. So as of now, we're good really until like March of this year, just in case. Wow. I have a oh. whole system. It's overthought, of course. You <laughs> know. I think we need to put out a book.
1: A, ba- a coffee table book. Yeah. Ready Press. Lost opportunities. Paging Press. Yeah.
0: And let's not forget the fight that I had with Dave Barry about stealing our idea. Is it? But I don't believe him. So. So there. Elevator tomorrow and Clementine's. Going to be a lot of fun. A lot to do and we're not done with this one. Another hour. Straight ahead. It's KTRS St. Louis. It is two o'clock. Carney Show, third time around. We'll get it, we'll get it right this time. Our, our, you know, even baseball players get three strikes. So give us a chance. Stick around till three. Then you got Josh and Heidi. So it's it's really win win all the way around. Dan Warren come up in a, a second or two. I was stunned because I, I had forgotten about it, as most people probably had but somebody comes out and says hey I found Amelia Earhart's plane Ugh. it's like you did that we didn't find that already right but uh yeah apparently this guy just found this plane
2: uh, I'll give you more on the story later but 10 morning's waiting and we pay him by the hour I did hear an expert, uh, perhaps it was that person, on with Heidi and Josh yesterday talking about that story, and it was fascinating. It's, it's just wild. How many different theories there are. There's a theory that she was a spy. She was captured, mm. that her co-pilot was beheaded. There's a there, photo of her in the 60s. People you know? thought that she yeah. crashed on an island with coconut crabs, and they ate her. I mean, oh, just, my
1: gosh. Are yeah. there any magnets involved in any of these conspiracy I don't theories? Know about the magnets. Magnets. It all comes down you know, to it's it
2: Rana Swamy. It's Rana Swamy. I can't hear magnets. Without thinking about the Insane Clown Posse. Really I think fun. about Walter uh, Egan.
1: But, but is that one of their songs? Yeah, you should Google it. Okay. Should I? Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, let's talk about the marketplace at the Abbey. I love the Abbey for your home, for gifts, and for design. My secret passion, not really a secret anymore. I love design. Design of the home is something that I absolutely enjoy looking at. I watch a lot of HGTV and I love to look at furniture and fabrics and things like that. And when I go to the Abbey, it just makes my heart happy because they have everything that I love, including CR Lane Furniture, which is on sale right now, but only through the 14th of February. And it will be here before you know it, 20% off. And now they have a lot of pieces that are already made. And then on top of that, they will give you 20% off of that And if you decide to customize a piece, which that's the thing about CR Lane, it's so well made and it's customizable. You can pick the leather that you like on the style of the chair or the sofa and the ottoman, and you can pick the fabric, whatever it is, and then get pillows to go with it or coordinate the room and put it together. Now, you might think, well, that could be a little overwhelming. I wouldn't know where to begin when it comes to design a chair. But wouldn't you say, Carney, that the ladies at the Abbey – Uh, know exactly what they're doing all of their designers are on hand to help you each and every day
0: very tasteful i mean there are very few stores that i've gone into where there wasn't something where i went oh god who would buy this Uh, oh i love it. everything
1: there's beautiful it really is i mean even the charcuterie section they've got a clothing section the abbey baby section is expanding because all of the ladies are about my age and they are uh, experiencing being a grandparent for the first time, so you can get lots of wonderful items there. And of course, they helped me go nuts at Christmas time with decorating my house, and I'm sure we'll be doing the same thing for Easter and every holiday after that. The Abbey, go see them. Home gift design, it's all there waiting for you. And see our Lane Furniture on sale now through the 15th of this month just west of 141 on manchester or you can go to marketplace at the abbey.com
0: oh yeah i know the trumpet player personally you do i do all
1: right well let's talk to our buddy who's the author of the best-selling science fiction espionage novel espionage novels the Baron Agenda, The Aleph Extraction, The Nova Incident and his later thriller All Souls Lost, now available anywhere books are sold. He writes for sixcolors.com. He's an Apple expert and a tech writer and he's on the show now. You want to get into the favorite color and all that. That's up to you. But here is Dan Morris.
3: Oh, Mr. Scholarship
0: Hello. winner. Hmm. Uh,
1: How are you, buddy?
7: I'm doing all right. How are you all?
1: You know, I woke up a little disturbed about the Elon Musk uh, chip that he's having inserted in people's brains. Yeah, I I can't wait
2: to hear Mm -hmm. how Dan Morn is doing now that he's been implanted with Neuralink. It's okay to
3: let the
1: cat out of the bag. Did it hurt at all?
7: can't think of anything in this world I would like to do less. You just combined two of my least favorite things, surgery and Elon Musk.
1: That's like a
7: a nightmare that I'm waking up
1: from. It could go bad if it goes the way that the story I saw on television this morning said, you know, here's the thing. People are going to have a thought, and then that thought is going to trigger their phone into doing something, whether it's pulling up a name or a phone number or a picture, or it could get real dangerous. But then there's another side to this, that if you suffer from some sort of neurological disorder or you've suffered from paralysis or something like that, that if this gets developed and it's used in the in the correct way, that it could be life-changing for some.
0: Well, what about the convenience of paying for your gas by banging your head against the pump?
1: Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't
7: know. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I am... I'm not super bullish on this, but yes, there are there are accessibility aspects of it that I think could be beneficial. Um, I'm I will be interested to see if that's the case. It's, I've never particularly felt like uh, Elon is you know super invested in in those kinds of applications, but I am sure it makes a good story. I'm we all want to know if this will go the direction of SpaceX and Tesla, or if it'll go the direction of like his attempt to build the uh, underground tunnels. Uh, that has totally dried up or his Hyperloop, uh, like transportation thing that has shut down. So his success rate is not amazing. Uh, He's had some quite good successes. He's had some pretty bad failures. And I cannot think again, cannot think of anybody I'd like to be near my brain less.
0: You heard it here. Glowing
2: endorsement from Dan Morin. (laughs) Are there
0: magnets
2: Did something happen to my brain? Did I did I miss that? Did you I forgot. That We've, I de- We've
1: deprogrammed you. You, just,
2: you thought that you said something negative, but you actually said something positive. All hail Elon is, Elon is what you said.
7: Just terrifying. Thank you. Good.
2: <laughs> so the other
0: end of the world sign, uh, another uh, proof of Armageddon right around the corner. Uh, open AI. Here we go. More stuff. But now they're, they're saying, hey, we're going to, like, what, put a button on your Galaxy phone where AI is now going to be able to answer your emails and, and make up stuff, and we're dead. <laughs> we're, we're dead. Put yeah, me well, I mean, you know, look, every, every tech
7: company right now is trying to deal with how to integrate AI into their products. And the short answer for why is that it is the hot thing. Remember when we, you know, used to talk about, remember the good old days when we used to talk about blockchain being in everything or cryptocurrency being everywhere? This is the latest technological fad. And because it is largely built on top of technology that is open and available to many different people for a low or no cost, uh, it is extremely attractive. And because it's something that people are talking about a lot, and it is a fad, then it's something that is very, you know, there's a lot of incentive for these companies to build this product again. So it does not surprise me that Sample is is rolling out some AI features. Uh, Apple is reportedly working on some major AI features in its next version of iOS coming later this year. I think you're going to see a lot of this uh, over the next 12 months. Um, And, again, it's because it's the hot thing everybody's talking about, and there are applications for it that are worthwhile, but there's also a lot of risk. So we have to see how each of these different companies decides they're going to implement these kinds of features.
0: And OpenAI, who brought us ChatGPT, has said, hey, don't worry. I know a lot of people have messed with previous elections by throwing out misinformation, but you'll sleep just fine knowing that we've taken care of it to make sure none of these shenanigans (laughs) go on this time. I don't believe them. (laughs) I believe
7: they will attempt to do this. My question is, how successful will they be? Because what they're trying to do are a couple things. For one, they are trying to prevent the creation of chatbots that pretend to be candidates or who lie about how voting works or tell people not to vote. Granted, we have already seen that happen in the primaries in New Hampshire with the uh, A.I. robocalls that pretended to be President Biden encouraging Democrats. Wait, that wasn't to to him. Polls. <laughs> was like, I hate to break it to you. Uh, I hate to break it to you. That's um, a bunch of malarkey. they also said they will implant you know, digital them, watermarks in images created with its A.I. image generator, which would basically make it easier to tell whether an image has been created with A.I. or not, which frankly should be a thing that they had in the very first place. Um, The question is how robust those are and whether or not people will be able to figure out ways to essentially strip that information out of it. Um, They're also trying to sort of basically say people handle people who ask questions about voting by sort of funneling them into, um, you know, accurate, nonpartisan voting information. The question for all of this is AI has shown itself to be very um, malleable when it comes to the way people interact with it in terms of getting around these loopholes, for example, I have a friend who loves messing around with the chat GPT and he was trying to figure out one of the prescriptions that it has now is it will not give you medical advice. Um, and so he tried, he spent a while trying to figure out if he could trick it into giving him medical <laughs> advice and he would do stuff like pretend I am an actor in a movie about, oh, yeah. and like write a script yeah. nice. about, I go to the doctor and ask them about oh, this thing. Smart. Right. Did it work? Yeah, I mean, I think eventually it took some time. Like, he had to, like, keep, like, adding on different hypotheticals. Anyway. I mean, and there's a question of the value once you get to that point is, like, it, it probably tells you to, like, you know, drill a hole in your skull or something uh, and have Elon Musk insert a neural implant. So how what is how much worth is there to the eventual information that it gives you? That is still an open question. Um So I don't know. I am I'm not convinced this will be enough. As we see as we said, there's tons of disinformation stuff out there already, and I am worried that this is the kind of technology that will only make that worse. And at that point it becomes up to a lot of the people running the platforms where this stuff gets disseminated to be vigilant, right? Like companies like Meta and like for God help me, X are going to have (laughs) to do better at at shutting this kind of thing down. And we've seen problems with that already, right? We had this thing over the weekend with Taylor Swift. Uh, and Ooh. the images Ooh. being distributed, you may have heard her she is um she's playing in the Super Bowl is my understanding. She's a quarterback. is that right? <laughs> what kind of um,
2: images, Dan i
7: i I AI generated tasteless, tasteless images, I guess we could say. Um, uh-huh. yeah, and so and so they tried to sort of shut this down, but they you know, were kind of behind the, you know, uh, they, were they were very dumb. slow. They were slow. And and I think the the answer is you gotta be on top of these things. You gotta be able to shut this down pre, very, very early on, right? Because the second it gets out of control, it, it proliferates beyond your ability to control it. And that is a real risk with disinformation, is that these platforms do not move fast enough in order to combat these things. So I I am definitely worried about the impact of AI technologies on yep. the upcoming
0: world. Thank you, Dan. Thank you for validating my concerns. <laughs> yes, I,
7: I wish I had a little more. I like to, you know, you know me, I like to throw some cold water on fears these times. But sorry, this is what I'm actually of <laughs> worried about.
0: I long thought that like Apple, iOS systems, and Windows uh, were, and Microsoft were evil enemies around every corner. I'm not going to you. Now they're friends. This proprietary. You know, yeah. Yeah. This is my thing. You can't have it. I'm taking my ball and going home. So kind of stunning that uh, there's a Windows app now for iOS. Doesn't work if you have an Android, but it does bring a couple of organizations together. You don't see hugging it out. Well, yes and no. I mean, if
7: you go way back in history, Microsoft actually saved Apple from um, basically bankruptcy back in 1997 they gave him 150 million dollars um, Bill Gates showed up at Macworld Expo on a big screen looking like Big brother uh, a lot of people freaked out but <laughs> the truth has always been Microsoft has primarily made its money as a software business and it's written money. software for the Mac for you know for Apple platforms since the earliest days um, and they have that kind of you know certainly they've had a contentious relationship at times over the years but Part of this is that Microsoft missed the boat on mobile. They attempted to make their Windows phones. They didn't work very well. And so and Microsoft has, you know, spent a lot of time sort of refocusing around software. And as a software provider, you want to be available on every platform. Um, and so this Windows app is mostly just an opportunity to sort of essentially like stream a remote Windows PC or a virtual PC um, so that if you have stuff you need to use or test in a Windows environment, you can do that from any device. It's not currently available to consumers. It's targeted at businesses right now. Um, But, I mean, you can do this within a web browser, right? So it's essentially not unique to iOS. It's just an initiative Microsoft is doing so that it can basically allow access to its tools from anywhere, uh, from any device, from any place, well, I guess except Android. (laughs) Um, and, And that's to Microsoft's benefit in the long run because it helps ensure the relevance of their devices in a world that has gotten increasingly about mobile devices, um, in a place where again Microsoft does not really have a foothold, it makes you know Windows continue to be relevant in this era.
0: Uh, it doesn't matter. We're not going to be around very long. Ah. We've we've already established that.
7: That's the spirit. So who made the
0: concession here? Because obviously a concession <laughs> had to be made. Did Apple uh, say to the Microsoft people, "We're going to need the firstborn of every one of your employees' children"? Or, or what happened?
7: No, I don't, I don't think anything like that. Honestly, I think Apple or Microsoft decided it wanted to, you know, write this Windows app and it runs on Windows and it runs in web browsers. And then they said, well, you know, we're going to run on the Mac, the iPad, and the iPhone. And they, I presume, went through the same strictures as everybody else in terms of building an app for those platforms. Um, you know, if there is a cost to it, Apple will presumably get some degree of cut. Um, but, you know, that's just kind of standard business. So I, I they're not – At each other's throats the way they used to be. This is not the early days of the 2000s when we used to have the I'm a Mac, I'm a PC ads. You know, Macs have done very well. Um, They are doing the best business. The Mac just turned 40, by the way, last week. 40 years old. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, Mac. A a tool that I love and I have a a lifelong appreciation for. Um, It's a
1: beautiful thing. Not a lot
7: of things make it 40 years in technology, right? You know, a lot of times stuff point. that, you know, lasts a year or two, like, and then goes away or gets superseded by the next best thing. Mac's been around for 40 years. Um, so, you know, I think to that point, the Apple is much more self-assured now than it was when it was kind of the underdog. They're one of the most valuable companies in the world, uh, as is Microsoft. And I think they've they've learned to coexist.
0: Oh. What are you playing with these days, Danny Boy, besides more in 2.0? Uh, I just was playing with, I got a new
7: version of the smart lock that I had been testing a couple of years ago. This is what? called the level lock plus. Um, and I wrote a review. Which you can find it sixcolors.com. Um, but essentially the upshot of this version is what I love about this lock is that it is not obviously a smart lock from the outside. It just looks like a deadbolt because it just replaces your standard deadbolt, um, But it has integration for an uh, iOS feature called home key. Um, Homekey essentially uses the same technology behind Apple Pay, uh, this sort of contactless technology to work as your key for your lock. so you can walk up to your lock. I can just hold out my Apple watch, like put my wrist up to it, and it will unlock my door and I can walk in. So if I forget my keys um or if I decide I'm going for a run, haha, that's a funny joke for me. I don't, I don't run. Uh, and I don't want to <laughs> carry my keys. Um, you know, I can get by with just my watch or my phone, um, and I can use those as my keys. so uh, I've really enjoyed using this and testing it for the last few weeks. Uh, my wife, surprisingly enough, has really thought it very convenient because um, she frequently <laughs> places her keys, so that's good for her. Um, and I, I'm a big fan of this. So, yeah, go check out my full review uh, over on SixColors.com.
1: I'm looking at it now. Is that a picture of your actual abode?
7: Uh, yes, it is a picture of my actual abode.
1: Wow. Is that your car in the background? Yes, I mean, we're that just That is kidding. not my car. Okay. All right. What kind of shoes are those I in the background? Know. Where's your uh, Green
2: Lantern power ring? Yeah, you know? exactly. Uh, well,
7: I, I, wear that, I wear that on my hand, sure, so I don't, sure, I don't of course. That's
1: so, a really you know. cool thing to have. I, I think that would make a whole lot of sense.
7: Yeah, I like it a lot. And, again, one of the things I like about it is it's just it kind of blends in. Like, it evens the... They got, have a couple different finishes, and it matches, like, the rest of the door hardware. So, like, nobody looking at it would ever know that it's a smart lock unless you tell them. So but, I kind uh, of – I dig that aesthetic.
0: Wouldn't that chip in your head also open the
1: door if you needed it, too? If you thought about it hard enough, it would, Dan, but you forgot about all that. It's handy.
0: <laughs> all right, buddy. I no,
7: – it doesn't look at <laughs> Say hi to uh,
0: Elon Musk when you talk to him, uh, and we'll be reading I up com. Thanks, Dan Morin. Thanks,
7: guys. Talk
0: to you later. We got to make some money. Let's uh, give it a shot. Traffic's coming up in just a bit, too.
7: Road work on 270 north at 370, on 44 east at Antire, and
8: westbound 70 is closed at the Union exit due to road work. From the KTRS
5: Traffic Center, I'm Captain Paul Kopsky on the Big 550 KTRS.
0: Thank you, Mo Capitan. Sure. I imagine uh, the news you awoke to made your day. Because I'm sure you were as excited as I was when they announced that this summer Barry Manilow is coming to the Enterprise Center. Barry Manilow. Looks like we made it. Describe your excitement.
1: Are you a fan of No. Uh, <laughs> a fan of Manilow? I didn't make that up. Uh, I heard him in the
0: 70s, but I didn't know he was still with us. Ouch. Oh. So you're not going, I guess. I don't think so. That's no El Monstero. You know who will not be at Perry Manalone? he's probably going to sell out Enterprise Center because this is his farewell show.
1: They all say that.
0: You know who's not going to be there? Any woman named Mandy.
1: Or maybe she will. Maybe Mandy, that's her favorite song. It's about me, 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 me. Oh,
0: no, I would think every Mandy is furious at Perry Man alone. Really? Ruined I would think every
1: little girl lives. named Mandy thinks that that song is about... Them, but I, if you're a Mandy, eight four one two six, that's our Michael's Baths text line.
0: And you happen to uh, came and gave without taking, although my English wasn't proper, but I had to use the exact lyrics. How can you not be a Barry Manilow fan? I don't know. It's just Copa not, Gabbana, not, not my bum cup bum of bum tea. Bum bum
2: you know, bum the bum. terrorists win. <laughs> if you don't like Barry Manilow,
3: is that right?
2: Yeah. Well. So I'm working behind the scenes right now to get Barry on, and they have pointed out that he won't be able to join us in studio when ah, he's in St. Louis, yeah. but we're working on a phoner beforehand to promote the event at Enterprise. If we get him for the Carney show, I feel like Captain Paul should interview him.
0: I, I, yeah, I think you should be in and tell him that you don't understand his music.
1: Yeah. That is Let just, him explain himself. Yeah, correct him. Not that my genre. Mm-hmm. It's
0: his farewell concert. It's not like they're going to I think Barry
1: Manilow would be very gracious. Don't you think he would be nice about it and be like, well, that's okay?
0: It depends on how how uh, Captain Paul phrases it. So I what, guess.
2: what would be the demographic of his audience at his oh, concert, oh, oh, do you Gar- think? Gar- Just
3: Carney.
1: Garnie.
0: 85-year-olds and their parents,
1: <laughs> probably. <laughs> and as and opposed, the spray tan crowd.
0: As opposed to Taylor Swift's 8-year-old girls. You know, I like Barry Manilow. <laughs> Barely man enough. Um... <laughs> I thank wasn't gonna say it, thank you Paul <laughs> well,
1: wow. he recently came out and said that that was the case, yeah what he was a on the that was I know
0: wow, I was in control, but couldn't believe it Couldn't so believe it so was George Michael too, so now he has passed. he will not be doing yeah, it yeah well I know too. well too soon Paul. now, I liked a lot of his songs, okay uh, you're a, you're uh, a walking conundrum, so you don't like Barry Manilow, but you were a George Michael fan. Yeah, definitely. They were both cranking out pop hits like nobody's business. I know, but I think uh, Barry Manilow was in the '70s when maybe I wasn't as you know conscious as I am now.
1: Uh, Are you conscious? Why weren't you
0: terribly conscious? Well, I don't know. I was pretty young back then. Oh, okay. It was youth, not experimenting. Yeah, (laughs) none of that stuff. Just you,
1: Carney. Just wondered. Oh yeah,
0: yeah. Well, no point in hiding it. So. Uh, are you going to uh, Vegas for the Super Bowl? I imagine you are. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I can't afford it. And, what? Uh,
1: tickets just $76,000. That's it? That's it. What a deal.
0: You're a captain. I'll just sell the house. <laughs> I, you know, that, that wouldn't be enough out of the So they have thrown out the numbers as of yesterday morning uh, for the average price on Super Bowl tickets. And it's ridiculous. The most expensive in history kind of surprising since one of the teams is a midwestern team and and coasts the east coast doesn't care about any of this i'm sure average price on tick pick $9,815 yesterday And that's morning.
1: for the nosebleeds.
0: Yeah, that's the average price just to get in the building.
1: But around the room if you had purchased tickets let's say when they went on sale as a regular fan would you want to use your ticket or would you take the cash i can tell you right now i would cash it in no doubt oh i would go you would go for the experience how about you
2: well taylor's going to be
1: there so i i'd want to be there too you'd go okay
0: well i mean i was like seven when i went to my first 49ers game so it's it's a trip in time for me um let's see what are the other numbers on this cheaper ticket ticket on Tick ticpix for the game, $8,188 on Monday. Last year, the most expensive ticket was under 6000 So it's up a couple of grand. StubHub has them for 6500 There's a bargain for you. Wow. And Vegas, the odds are out. 49ers by one. Oh, this is going to be a good game. By one point. But they're
1: always wrong on that. That's hardly every a The spread. last two playoff games, they've been completely wrong.
2: All of the internet seems to think that if KC wins, and only if KC wins, Travis Kelsey on television is going to propose to <sighs> Taylor. <Swift>. No. <laughs> At midfield. Yeah. Rasawana Namu was talking about that. Ramaswamy. And the whole thing becomes an engagement party for them. Wow. But nah. if they lose, he won't propose. Well, and no, they... because it would be weird, and you just lost the—he'd be yeah. upset, you know.
1: Where's he it... going to keep the ring in his helmet? I mean, it's just not going to happen. Back Where pocket. Where
0: are you going to honeymoon?
1: Disney World. Back pocket.
0: Yeah. be interesting. I'm surprised you're not going. No, uh, I'll be uh, watching, though. I'll let you know about Barry Manila. We really would like you to be here for that. I'll be here. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Captain. Sure. Thank you. Appreciate right. it. Take care. Uh, let's see. Speaking of— and. And Max reminded us off the air, we're not supposed to talk about Taylor Swift or politics. And let's let's just knock them both out, shall we? Um, <laughs> Robert Kennedy Jr.
1: Remember him? Yes. He's
0: running for president, non-vaxxer guy, but he's married to Larry David's TV wife.
1: Cheryl Hines, is yeah. that her name? Yeah. yeah,
0: absolutely. Good job. So he says that, yeah, Donald Trump's people reached out to him about being on the ticket, being the vice president. Uh, And he's got his own plans. I think he's planning to run as an independent. Uh, People from the team, here's a quote, people from the team have reached out to me. Um, I would not take the job. I'm flattered that President Trump would offer it to me, but it's not something that I am interested in. Uh, when asked about it later in the day, Trump top campaign aide Chris Savita said, quote, fake news, he's
2: lying, unquote. So, not going to happen. Sorry. I feel like no matter who the candidate is, if you have the opportunity to become VP, you take it. You don't have to do anything, apparently. one
1: heartbeat away from... Being the most powerful person in the world. I feel No, like you gotta, thank you. You have to take the gig. If he asked you, John Carney, to be his running mate, would you do it? I mean, because you no, know, no,
0: because I wouldn't have a place to live.
1: <laughs> what do you mean? I My would, wife I would, would throw me out of the house. <laughs> uh, I would do it. And whenever anybody asked me, "Hey, what
2: did Trump say?" I'd say, "You know, he cray." And that's all I would say. He, he cray. He cray.
0: He cray. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want to be anybody's vice president because the only way to get attention is to, like, shoot a buddy on a hunting trip.
1: You don't want attention. Wow. Now. Well, okay, oh. you, well, want he attention. Attention. you He wants attention. He doesn't want to be second on the ticket. Trust is this, me.
0: like, news to you guys? Mm-hmm. Is my narcissism not clear enough? I'm not doing my job. <laughs> 238, let's sell some stuff. We'll come back and chortle some more.
8: Today is January 739th. This month is 104 months long with no concept of time.
2: How long ago was Christmas? Or was it 26 years ago? You forgot what all your presents were. You
8: honestly don't know. Is it possible that in one month it twice and you've been on this diet you forgot what carbs taste like and you try try january and it isn't any fun at all especially with jason kelsey doing
0: shots out of a bowling ball obviously a relatively new tune or something very prophetic from the past seven
1: hundred and thirty nine who is that the holderness family about seasonal effects.
0: Do, do they have a theater in Branson? Not yet. It sounds like they should. Just their name alone.
1: You just don't like them. You can't help no. it. I think they're very I don't even creative. know who
2: they are. Okay. I they don't like them. You can't express disdain for them in the past. Hey, but I still don't know who they are.
1: Okay. Well, I sent it to you on Instagram. Okay. I thought it was really I'm not really
2: you. on Instagram.
1: Okay.
0: I got to keep up with my MySpace page. I'm very busy. Right, very busy. well, you've
1: got a lot of messages in the queue for me then, well, I'll clear
0: out some time and i'll I'll go sure' have a little, I'll have a looky loo a looky loo I see, knew that was coming see, what's there, Derek Dennis gonna join us in a while to talk about u p s layoffs to the tune of twelve thousand people what and maybe maybe more to come. I don't know, we'll find out what's uh what's the cause, what's happening with that. And uh, we'll let you know, because that's what we do. We offer up some information.
1: Now I just want to see Barry Manilow concert. concert. Uh, you know what? I
0: really enjoyed it. And so I'm at the Fox, and he did, like, some magic stuff where he's at one end of the stage, and then there was a big puff of smoke, and he was on I the other end of the stage. I think that was the other
1: guy, David Copperfield. No, you confusing.
0: Now, I saw him, too, and he made a tiger disappear in front of me. <laughs> oh and I was like, what are you, Joe Exotic? I mean, it oh was... God. Before Joe Exotic, he was Joe Exotic. Uh, but Copperfield, by a lot of reports, not the most pleasant of David
1: Copperfield. People David Copperfield.
0: to be around David Copperfield.
1: I went to see Are him you okay? in Vegas, and he said they said that like eight thousand times before he took. I mean, he speaking of narcissism, David Copperfield. David Copperfield. David Copperfield. He did well, Claudia just kept Schiffer doing Schiffer for a
0: while. Oh, you're right. My right. her disappear. What a moron. Carney Show, welcome back to the program. Um, Already employment ideas. I need to write these down for my son on the Michael's Path text line. Uh, If your son is an athlete, try to get him to do some manual labor like landscaping, which is what I did at Delmar Gardens. Exercise is good for them, and the experience might give them motivation to complete their education.
1: Good advice.
0: Yeah. But will he take it? Remains to be seen. So this morning, I saw in the news, kind of surprisingly, that UPS uh, just laid off 12,000 employees. And as Julie pointed out earlier, didn't they just give some of their employees a raise? Derek Dennis following it for Mother Network at ABC. So did anybody see this coming?
8: Uh, no, it sounds like not. Uh, UPS put out a statement today from uh, their CEO, Carol Tomei, saying uh, that uh forecast did not come to pass and that the demand for shipping uh, suddenly decreased, at least in, in, in the, the last quarter of the year, and so uh, therefore the layoffs here in January. Um, uh, they're saying, though, that these layoffs, 12,000 workers All managerial positions, not uh, union workers, uh, will save the company a billion dollars. And they're looking at those savings because they're expecting the the forecast outlook, at least for the first half of the year, to not get much better.
0: The last quarter of the year, they posted a big loss. That's Christmas mailing season. So explain that.
8: Hard to explain. Analysts don't know what to think of it. I mean, there's a lot of speculation. Uh, part of it is that maybe people decided to do uh, not as much uh, online shopping uh, towards uh, the end of the year this this year, trying to save some money because the economy right. has been... Been so tough. Uh, you know, the recession talk, uh, at least that waned a little bit, but inflation has still been high, and the cost of everything, including those those Christmas gifts, has has been high. Uh, and so there's that speculation as well. No one has really put a fine point on it, at least in terms of UPS. All they're saying is that shipping demand was down uh, so much so that they are doing these layoffs now.
1: So there are other companies, too, that have announced layoffs this year so far, and we're still in the 800th day of January. Wayfair, Macy's, Amazon, Google, Meta, all of that, eBay even.
8: Right. These are mostly tech companies and the tech companies have said uh that the the demand for uh tech related, you know, purchases definitely went down post pandemic. Uh during the pandemic, people needed uh Amazon, they needed Wayfair, eBay. They were ordering a lot of stuff from Macy's. Uh they're saying that that has not been at the same level. And so those layoffs were certainly situational and hit the tech in Industry hard.
0: Too weird. So, like, is everybody shipping now via carrier pigeon? Or I mean, that's pretty much every single way that somebody can send something. All of those companies posting losts. You know, anecdotally,
8: I will say, I was at the mall this past weekend, and it was packed, more so than I remember in a while. And and that said to me that people are getting out and about. They're doing their shopping in person. Sure, a lot of us are still ordering things online, but maybe not everyone. Maybe people are realizing that, you know, they want to get out of the house. They want to get off the couch. They want to push the keyboard aside and actually go out and and actually get to the brick-and-mortar stores and and touch the item before they buy uh, and so that may be at least anecdotally what's going on the analysts aren't for, really f- for sure one way or the other uh, but we are seeing more people uh, doing shopping in person in addition to online
1: let's maybe check they're just in. more live and local let's
0: check in with our local secret shopper jules do you find you're doing more in-person
1: shopping i or? do i do yes. really mm-hmm. i do but I mean, not to say that I don't buy anything online anymore. It's just maybe a little less, especially over the holidays. I will tell you, I did more in-person shopping this year than I had in, in the last few years. But I think COVID had, there's always a COVID factor in all of these things where we had a couple years where people were like, is it worth it to go to the mall because I don't want to get sick and Now people are like, okay, we're moving on.
0: But we're getting variants appearing in the news all the time, that there's new strains and whatever. It's not gone away. I wonder why people are just like, yeah, I'm going to the store. I'm going to go. What are you going to do? So, Derek, more in-person shopping for you than uh, online?
8: Uh, I'm doing a mix of both, and I think a lot of consumers are. Yes, sure. Like I said, I was at the mall doing some shopping, but, you know, there's some things that I am getting on Amazon that are catching my eye, and so I'm ordering there as well. But UPS saying overall the demand for goods to be shipped has been down, and so they're announcing these layoffs, 12,000 managerial workers uh, hoping to save a billion dollars as a result.
0: Did you get me something nice? (laughs) <laughs> next time just checking thank you Derek sure thing thank you, you so much big story but no big answers weird
3: yeah. I don't know
2: but you'd think my great business acumen I would know what was going on speaking of business the text line the Michaels Baths text line 84126 a lot of people chiming in with opportunities for your son John <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure
0: David Sherwood would take him in and whip him into shape no doubt uh, we're going to, we're going to let him work here pretty soon. Doing something somewhere.
1: Here at the big 550? <laughs> I don't know if he can afford the pay cut,
0: but uh, <laughs> we'll see. If I don't say this before we go, I'm in big, big trouble. Bobo, Manya, happy anniversary. My in-laws celebrating 59 Years. Of
1: wow, marriage. that is. We tip our so, hats. So, how about that?
0: See if that skips a generation, because I'd be 112 if we made it that far.
1: You started late,
0: but uh, with so many things you don't know. Anyway, congratulations, Ruth and Jim.
1: All the best.
0: You set a great example of what it's like to be in love. We are gonna go.
1: Uh, Jules, see you tomorrow I will be here, we'll take a ride on the elevator And little Johnny Landoff Little Johnny Law
0: Little, little, Maxie, same, see you then Waiting in the wings Josh and Heidi, it's KTRS St. Louis, I'm John Carney, thanks for listening Be good to each other